coming to you from stolen equipment and broadcasting from a pirated signal located somewhere in Southern California. This is the Danger Hour Podcast. Oh my God. Danger Hour's back. You might not have thought that would happen. Here I am. Surprise. I'm like that booty call. You know where you hook, you hook up and you have a really great time. And it's like, oh my God, that was so good. That was so nice. I hope he calls me again. And then I don't call you for a long time. And you're like, oh, I guess that's over with. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, your phone, bzz, bzz, and you look down and it's a text message. And it's James. And he's like, hey, what's up, girl? Or boy, I don't care. You want to hang out? That's what it's like. Oh my God, James! It's literally nothing like that. Uh, well, well, that's neither here nor there. But uh, guess what? Guess what today is? You there? What day is it today? What today? It's Batman Day. That's right. It's Batman Day. Oh, how exciting! Rob Pattinson, the new Batman, comes out today. Not officially. It's a day early. You know. You know how it goes nowadays. Before it was, uh, you get to go to the midnight showing on a Thursday, and you got a leg up on people. But now they're like, hey, why don't we make it a little bit earlier? Now you can come at 10 o'clock, and then a little bit earlier, and then a little bit earlier. And the next thing you know, I got tickets today for 3 p.m. How exciting. I know what you must be thinking. James, how do you have your finger on the pulse of today's hot trends and pop culture shenanigans? And I'll tell you what, I received an email reminding me the movie was coming out today. And... (laughs) And I happen to have the day off, so I'm like, hey, let's go all in. 3 p.m. Woo! So here we go. I hope it did not disappoint. It looks like it's going to be pretty fucking good. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Everyone praises The Dark Knight, but I I fucking, I hate watch that movie. While I'm watching it, I'm hating on it. There's so much dumb shit about it. There's some cool, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of dumb shit about it. And... I can't help myself when I watch it. I'm just like, oh, God. For example, because I know you must be dying to know. Uh, Not really, James. Well, you're going to hear it anyway. Because I'm the one with the goddamn microphone. See how that works? Now, look, I know this might be petty and stupid, but it really bugs me. But in the beginning of the movie, when they're doing that that bank heist and all the dudes are wearing clown masks, and uh, I just hate the fact that they have to give them these goofy voices. He's like, hey, so I heard this Joker guy is a real hard ass or whatever he says. And he's like, yeah, I heard the same kind of thing. It's like, why can't they just talk normal? Oh, they got to make it all cartoony. It drives me fucking crazy. Because it's a comic book movie, James. You understand that? Comic books are for kids, James. No, you're wrong. Well, you're right, but this is like a straight up approach. It's real world. We're trying to go with realism here. And so why do they make the guys all talk like that? I don't know. I, I, it's dumb, but it just bothers the shit out of me. Some master filmmaker, and he, he chooses to go with that. Hey, this Joker guy's a real hot ass. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Another thing that really bugs me, there's a lot of stuff, especially Maggie Gyllenhaal as Rachel. 
She's no Katie Holmes. Are you kidding me? And then she goes, you know, uh, my mother, she was beautiful like you. You're not beautiful, Maggie Gyllenhaal. You're really creepy looking. Your brother is far more attractive. Oh my God, James. That's the gayest thing you've ever said. No, not even close. And then uh, when Harvey Dent's in the fucking courtroom and then they try to shoot him, the witness, and he, and he takes the gun, punches him, and he takes it apart. You should have bought American. Order in the court. But your honor, I'm not finished yet. Oh, oh so cringeworthy. You want some more? How about the famous one that's all over the internet? When uh, Harvey Dent's in the, in the hospital and the Joker comes in and he dresses the nurse with the goofy wig on, full makeup, wearing a mask, a surgical mask, and he takes it off. Hi. And then he's like, and tries to go after him. Like, oh, he didn't recognize him until he took the mask off. It's fucking stupid. Uh, James, why all the hate? Today's supposed to be an exciting day, James. And all you do is focus on negative stuff. This is what you always do, James. This is why your family and friends hate you. Oh, God. Well, you're probably right. Yeah, you're right. Let's focus on the happy times. <laughs> I just really hope that this new movie blows the shit out of uh, Dark Knight and we can put that to rest. This is the greatest Batman of all time. I don't, I don't think so. I really hope this one really captures the character of Batman. The fucking psycho full of rage. Violent. Come on, dude. Anyway, high hopes. But uh, all right, next. You know what? It's, it's been a while since I recorded a podcast. And so there's a whole lot of shit that's been going on. A little something called World War Three. What the fuck is that? What's going on? I, I haven't recorded a podcast and all of a sudden the world is going to war. Do you remember that Norm McDonald thing I posted? And then uh, they decided to go to war with the world. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ugh. What? It is fucking crazy to turn on your TV and see war <laughs> you know what i mean like like a ground war world war ii type shit that was 70 years ago right well, what was it to see 45 almost 80 years ago james is that how you do math yes i gotta use my fingers and uh, here we go again, looking at fucking ground battles. Like, what? I didn't think this was a thing anymore. I thought they were just going to use drones and drop bombs and decimate the fuck out of people. And that's it. We won. They're actually having ground war still. That's a surprise to me, but fucking terrible, man. And what about the balls of that president for the Ukraine? That dude is the shit. You think our president would react that way if shit hit the fan? <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want riot. I want ammunition. That's what I need, ammunition, because I'm staying here and I'm fucking fighting. You think old Joe, Uncle Joe would do that? Yeah, he'd be somewhere hidden in some bunker. Yeah. Would Barack Obama be out there running around with an AR-15? James, are you saying that because he was black? No! No! I brought it up because they're at war and the president's all in. Then why didn't you use the last president, James? President Trump. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, can you imagine him running around with the AR-15? That shit wouldn't happen. Fuck no. Absolutely not. And well, if he did, his, his AR would be, would be fucking shiny gold with like uh, marble grips. <laughs> anyway, not to make fun of this whole thing, but could, dude, could you imagine? Think about it. Put yourself in their shoes. Imagine. 
all of a sudden, some country is invading us. Like, uh, let's be honest, man. It would be China, right? They're the biggest threat to the U.S., I think. Let's say Chinese are coming. Next thing you know, someone's coming up to your fucking neighborhood and handing out machine guns, telling you how to make Molotov cocktails. How fucking scary would that be? Here you go. (laughs) They're coming. Get ready. You have any extra beer bottles? Fuck, dude. Awful. I can't even imagine what those people are going through. But uh, that's not my job. My job's to to make dick jokes and uh, give you a laugh. So let's get out of the real world. Let's go to more important things like my world. Oh, my God, James. You really are a man of the people. Yep, that's me. Uh, <laughs> last episode, I believe, last episode, I spoke about my father. Yeah, yeah. And uh, his wacky adventures. So uh, my father's back in the news. Bear sighting. Yeah, shit. So uh, Papa Bear, he's back in the news because uh, I spoke to him. <laughs> it was a while back. He, uh, oh boy, he got the COVIDs. Oh, mama. This is a while back. This is like right after the podcast I did last time. So I'll call him every week, check in, see how the old man's doing. And uh, usually when I call him, he'll be like, yeah, this is K. I don't have to go to work today. How can I help you? <laughs> that was from Uncle Buck. Do you remember Uncle Buck with John Candy? He's uh, unemployed. All he does is gamble. And he, <laughs> he gambles and he wins money and he doesn't work. And he was uh, watching his, his nieces, nieces and nephew. And he's cooking breakfast. And he's like, hey, this is K.I. I don't have to go to work today. Like a radio station. So now uh, that's what I tell my dad because he's retired. So now he'll say it. Yeah, shit. Ah. So uh, he tells me he's not feeling good. You know, one, one, uh-oh. <clears throat> one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was a good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical. Like money, so it can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day. That's only, one of the only good things that came out of that movie. <clears throat> James, we're on to the next thing. Yeah, okay. One day. Uh, my mom calls me. She's like, yeah, your, your dad is not feeling well. He has COVID. Oh, mama. Next thing you know, my mom has the COVID. And uh, and all the rest of them, they've all got the COVIDs. And so now I'm concerned because my dad is in no shape to have the COVIDs. So I check w- checking in with him uh, regularly. And dude, this lasts for a few weeks. You know, then they pulled through and they all made it. So uh, you guys can all take a breath of fresh air and a sigh of relief, whatever the expression is. He's live. And so uh, <laughs> one day. When I'm talking to him, he's like, ah, I didn't tell you. Yeah, we, we got a skunk. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, there's a skunk in the yard. And uh, the way his yard is, I don't see how, how a skunk could get in there. Do skunks climb fences? I thought they were more like sneaking through shit. But do they, can they climb fences? You know, I'm going to look that up because I'm genuinely curious and I never looked it up before. So let me get the answer right now. Do skunks climb fences? Skunks have sharp teeth and long claws for digging. They are nearsighted, but have a keen sense of smell and hearing. Ha! Can they smell how fucking terrible they smell? The striped skunk is not a good climber. 
Although it can climb up wire, mesh, fences, and boards. Oh, there you go. Sounds like a good climber to me. Fucking made his way into my my parents' impenetrable fortress. So he was like, oh, I saw in the backyard. I just let the dogs out. I was like, oh shit, Lisa, there's a skunk in the backyard. <laughs> oh shit, I hope the dogs don't get sprayed. And then the dog the dog got sprayed. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. They have two dogs. They have Bella, the Chihuahua, and Chippy, the uh, like a miniature Australian Shepherd. It's a real tiny ass dog, but you know the type. Yeah, Chippy got it. And Chippy's a furry ass one, so uh, that's really gonna get caked in there, right? He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he got sprayed, and then shit, he came up, and he's all green. I'm like, that's they turn green. He's like, yeah, they're it's like they're pee spray it all over them. And uh, my dog got sprayed. My dog Emo, a long time ago. But I don't, even, I don't remember him getting turning green. But uh, yeah, I had to wash him off, and it was fucking horrible. So he's like, "Yeah, I, I had to bring him in, and all right, I sprayed him outside, and it was cold, and I felt bad because he was shivering. But uh, you know, I'm not bringing him in like that. Without rinsing him off first, and then I put him in the bathtub, and you know, I used uh, tomato sauce, and I washed him up real good." But then your mother was looking it up, and it says you should use vinegar or some shit. He told me what what you're supposed to use. So we use that, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I think I think uh, I think it worked." I'm like, "What do you mean think it worked? How did you not know?" Well, well, actually, thank God I had COVID at the time because uh, I couldn't smell anything. <laughs> that shit made me laugh so fucking hard. He's like. Yeah, man, I felt so bad for the dog because he, he kind of got it right in the eye and his, his eye was uh, irritated. Ah, ah, must have been awful. He goes, well, and then a few days later, he got it again. I'm like, he got it again? How did you, how did you not learn your lesson? Oh, shit, I, I went outside and I, I didn't see that stupid skunk. So I let him out again and, and they ran over to that area and it sprayed him again. Fucking skunk. <laughs> but since then, I guess the skunk has disappeared. He hasn't seen it again, so uh, once again, you can all take a sigh of relief and rest assured that the old man is okay and skunk-free. COVID-free and skunk-free. And speaking of dads, maybe I should do my new segment now. The new segment that's taking the nation by storm, Daddy Danger. Oh my God, James. I thought you were giving that up. No, I think it's a good one. Daddy Danger. I still haven't made an intro yet, so it'll be something probably like this. Like, oh, Daddy Danger. Oh my God, James. I love it. Really? Yes, James. I, I like most bad things. Okay. Well, I'm not going to pry any further into that. So Daddy Danger is a segment in which I offer some advice to you, the listener, because you don't know everything. I don't know everything, but maybe I can teach you something with my vast wisdom and knowledge and life experience because I am 38 years old and I've seen some things. So, <laughs> so Daddy Danger will not educate you. Listen to this one. I ran into some dude who told me this tale. And I thought it was worth repeating because there's a very, very valuable lesson to take from it. And it fits perfectly into daddy danger. So here it goes. The guy tells me that he was doing some kind of work. And uh, he ran into a woman who told him that her birds keep dying. So he goes, you know, what do you mean that your birds keep dying? She's like, well, last night... Two of my birds died. And this morning, two more birds died. He's like, hmm, well, that's interesting. And then she says, I thought it might be the food that, because I changed the food and I thought that I, I killed the birds. 
but they're two different species, so they don't both eat the same kind of food. So I only changed the food for two of them. Those are the ones that died last night. So I thought it was the food, but then today the other two died. And I was just thinking, that's not, it's not the food. What is it? So I looked it up on the internet, and it said that the birds could die because of gas leaking. And I've noticed there's been a gas smell in the kitchen for a while now, but my mom, she says she doesn't smell anything, and it's all in my head. So I think that the leak maybe caused the birds to die. And so the guy checks it out. He says he does find a little leak at the range in the kitchen, which he corrects, but he feels like it's not enough to, uh, to have killed any birds. And so he's like, all right, well, some people would have just moved on. Like, all right, well, that's, that's what you thought it was. That's what I found. So that's it. He's like, nah, it didn't make sense. So he kept, uh, he just hung out and he asked some more questions. And, and during the questions, the lady tells him that now the dog is acting funny. And so the guy's like, yeah, so I'm thinking, oh shit, they have some kind of like a virus going between the animals, kills the birds and goes to the dog. And then, and then the lady says that she feels funny. And then the guy's like, oh fuck, now I'm really worried. It's like, what I, what I walk into, <laughs> am I infected now? And then he says, that he asks the lady, like, well, what's wrong with you? And she's like, oh, I woke up this morning and I, I threw up and I felt dizzy and lightheaded. And, and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so he's like, how long has this been going on? And she's like, oh, a couple days. So he's like, oh, okay, let's see. And he's thinking and then he turns around and he sees a fur- like a wall furnace in the living room. This is an apartment. And then uh, he goes, what about, he's like, do you use that? Oh yeah, all the time. He's like, ah, he's like, did you use it last night? Yes. And this morning? Yes. It's always on. He walks up to the wall furnace and he opens the little door and he says he finds the pilot. It's like bright fucking yellow. He's like, and that's bad. He tells me, he's like, it should never be yellow. That thing should be bright blue. You know, he's like, yellow is bad. He's like, so then, uh, I, he's like, I called her over and I go, take a look at this. And she looks at it and he's like, this should not be like this. And he goes, and I bet when I turn this on, I'm not going to like what I see. So he says, sure enough, I turn the burner on, the flame pops on and it's all yellow, the whole thing. And it's huge and all yellow. And he's like, oh shit. He's like, yep, I knew it. He's like, you see that? Oh my God, yeah. It's it's just supposed to be blue, not yellow. He goes, you know, so I look at the, uh, there's an adjustment on there you can do for the air intake. So it's all the way closed and it's got all kinds of pet fur and lint and dust all packed all over it. So as soon as I open it, the yellow goes away and it goes back to the way it's supposed to. So I tell her. You have been having carbon monoxide poisoning in this house. And her eyes got real bright. And she's like, oh my God, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. All that, the way that thing was burning, you, I bet you had all the doors and windows closed. Yeah. And the birds are inside. Yeah, and the cages were right here inside. And he's like, yep, that's it. He goes, well, you ever heard the expression canary in a coal mine? She says, like, no. She's a young girl, he says. He doesn't know what else she's talking, what he's talking about. He's like, well, back in the old days, these coal miners used to take some canaries down, down below underground with them. And if the canaries start to die, then they know that uh, 
it's not a safe environment to be in because the, the canaries are more sensitive to, to gases. So then they get out of there. Uh, so it's very sad that your birds passed away. I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to hear that, you know, but your birds were pretty much like the canary in the coal mine alerting you that there's a problem and they, li they literally saved your life. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, oh my God. And she's freaking out, right? And then she tells him. <laughs> and this is what's crazy too. This part. I was telling my mom that I wasn't feeling good and that there's something wrong. There's some kind of problem. And she says, no, it's all in your head. There's nothing wrong. And I just kept saying, there's something wrong. But she kept saying, no, there's nothing wrong. It's in your head. And then the birds died last night. And then, you know, I said, see, there's something wrong. And she said, oh, it's probably the food that you got. And then today, the other birds died. And like I said, they're not the same type of birds, so they eat different food. And then she finally tells me, oh, that's, that's not right. Something must be, there must be something wrong. And that's when we called to have you check it out. But I knew it. I knew it. But I always have anxiety, so I always make a big deal out of all kinds of things. So they're, they just, you know, she doesn't want to hear me anymore. She thinks I'm just making things up or it's in my head. And the guy tells her, well, I guess uh, the boy that cried wolf, huh? You cried wolf too many times. <laughs> I was like, you said that? <laughs> and then I asked him, like, well, what about the mom? She wasn't feeling weird? He's like, well, yeah, she was. It's <laughs> like, what happened with that? You know, he said like the daughter said, oh, my mom was feeling weird too. But she said, oh, it's because I have diabetes and, and other conditions. And that's why. It's not because there's, a, there's some kind of problem. It's fucking nuts, man. So uh, to sum it up, the daddy danger thing, have your heating appliances looked at to make sure that they're burning correctly. Because uh, this shit happens. Shit happens. And uh, yeah, you just, there's no smell, carbon monoxide. So the silent killer. There you go. Just like my farts, the silent killer. And this has been Daddy Danger. All right. All right. Speaking of drifting away into the darkness. Not too long ago, I tried the dark side of the rainbow. Oh, my God, James. Is that a gay club in L.A.? No. No. Have you been there? Let's move on, James. Okay. The dark side of the rainbow is where you play the dark side of the moon by Pink Floyd and you watch the Wizard of Oz. You heard about this? It's, a, it's been talked about since I was a kid, but I never tried it. If you remember the last episode or two, whatever it was, I went to that Pink Floyd exhibit. So I was kind of in, in this Pink Floyd mood for a bit. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try that dark side of the rainbow thing. And if you go on the YouTubes, someone already put it together. Because, hey, man, you're supposed to start the album and the movie at this moment with like the line going. I, I never remembered which, what it was. But if you don't do it right, it doesn't work. But uh, apparently someone on YouTubes, they did it the right way, the way it's supposed to be. So I just lazily watched that one night while everyone was asleep. And then the wife fucking texts me, turn it down. I'm like, I'm trying to experience something. Turn it down. So anyway, I watched it. Dark Side of the Rainbow. Man, it's fucking dumb. It doesn't match up. <laughs> My whole life is a lie. 
oh yeah man it's so cool it's like it matches up perfectly no it doesn't once in a while something will match up but it's it's a stretch dude it's a stretch and then it just ends and there's a whole lot of movie left to go i I don't know it seems like you should start the, the album like halfway through the movie i don't know maybe i'm wrong it is kind of cool to see the imagery and then hear the music. Um, and maybe you've got to be like out of your mind high to really appreciate it. But I was like, this is not working. <laughs> this is dumb. But if they, if they cut the movie, if you literally splice the movie up to match the song, then it would be fucking cool. Someone should do that. You know, like when she's getting chased by the monkey, bird monkeys or whatever they're called. And they kind of like have that playing when this like intense part of a song comes on, then that would be cool. But uh, sometimes it's just them like prancing through the fog down the Yellowbrick Road and it's like this intense music going on. It's like, this doesn't match. So I, I think it's dumb. Maybe if you want to try it and you report your findings. How do they do that, James? The Danger Hour at yahoo.com. You can send me an email about anything. I don't care. I'll read them. And I won't sell them for beer money. I don't drink beer anymore. Because I'm gluten intolerant. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, James. Thought we'd get through at least one show without you bringing that shit up. Ah, it's new. It's fresh. It's exciting. Not really. But, uh, yeah. So, email me about anything. I will read them. It's just me reading them. I won't spam your ass. I promise. You can send me a recipe. I'll make it. Do you got a movie recommendation? I'll watch it. Do you have a song suggestion? I'll listen to it. Do you want to send me nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them. As long as you're tastefully done. Uh, still look at them. The Danger Hour. All right. Speaking of watching things, the wife and I have been watching Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Now it's a big deal. But I promise, man, I was watching it before it was really hyped about, man. <laughs> sort of. Uh, we watched it. We watched the first season a while back. And then... Uh, the second season just recently dropped, so we finished watching that. But uh, you know, it's now now it's being hyped up like by everybody. Everyone's talking about the show, and it's an entertaining show. It's over the top, from what I would imagine it would be over the top. But I heard someone saying that their teenage daughter goes, "Yeah, that's pretty much what high school's like." <laughs> uh, I don't know. My daughter's in a freshman in high school, but she she can't watch the show because it's pretty fucking racy. Um, I will tell you this though, if you haven't watched Euphoria and you've been a little bit curious about it, maybe you want to try it. First of all, don't watch it with your kids nearby. But secondly, there's a whole lot of dick in this show. Oh my God, James. How do I watch it? Yeah, I knew that would pique your interest. I don't think I've ever seen so much dick in a show before. There's dick all over the place in that first season. Oh, is there dick? (laughs) more dick than you can imagine and then just when you thought there was no more dick oh there's more dick there's not that much more dick but there is a lot of dick there's a lot of boobs too a lot of sexy times so uh yeah if you wanted to see that then there's that but i'll tell you what i feel we feel weird my wife and i because we watch the show and like we say there's a lot of uh inappropriate material that should not be viewed by underage children so the way our place is set up, our TV is mounted over the fireplace. And behind 
that side of the house is like where the, a bunch of sunlight comes in. So we don't have the TV on the opposite wall. We used to, but it was annoying as shit because the light would come in. So years ago, we changed it to the opposite side. But now the problem is if you're walking from the hallway where the kids are, the children, you can totally see what we're watching when you walk in instead of before. You couldn't. So now if we're watching the show and the kids are like out in the room doing homework or whatever they're doing, then they walk in. It's like, well, there's uh, some dick <laughs> or whatever, whatever's being shown. And there's sexy time scenes. It's like, ah, ah. And we got to turn it way down. It's just, it feels fucking awkward to have to watch these shows when your kids are around. But James, why don't you just watch them when the kids are not around? Because the kids are always around. Where are they going to go? They don't have jobs. <laughs> they come home from school. And they're home. So uh, there's not much to do about it. But it's like we're adults, dude. And we feel we feel like we have to be sneaky watching these kind of shows or movies because, oh, now they're doing sexy things. we got to turn it down. And I'm just telling you, I feel like a prisoner in my own home. Because <laughs> there has been times where like someone will walk, one of the kids will walk in and there's a scene and we'll, I'll pause it right away. And sometimes when I pause it, it's on a terrible fucking image. Like, oh, God, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, but my wife and I are like, God, dude, this is fucking bullshit, man. We're, we're adults. And we still got to worry about this kind of stuff. <sighs> God, anyway. Watch Euphoria, everybody. That's the point. It's a fun, it's a fun show to, uh, to get into. Although, the last couple episodes were a little, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But overall, it's worth it. And speaking of movies and TV, I've been going down an old Western rabbit hole, boys and girls. That's right. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Do you know who that was? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, I've been watching the old old Westerns. And they, uh, you know, they remind me of my grandfather. He always used to watch the Westerns. Oh, watching my cowboys, mijo. Look, that guy right there. Oh, he's mad because the other guy, he took his woman and he's not happy no more and he wants to go get him. So he's going to go get him. <laughs> he would always explain the plot to catch me up and it's pretty much all the same. See that guy, Mijo? They tried to kill him and now he's, he's coming after them. Mijo, see that guy? Oh, he's, a, he's the good guy and that guy there, he's a bad guy but he's pretending to be a good guy but oh, he's going to get it. You'll see. So I've been watching a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. Clint Eastwood! And they all seem to be the same. I was talking to my dad. Yeah, shit, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been watching Clint Eastwood movies. Oh, Clint Eastwood, ah, that reminds me of you. Why? Because of that story you told me about the Asian girls. <laughs> it looked like Clint Eastwood. Like, I didn't say I look like Clint Eastwood. They said I look, I look like a movie star. Not Clint Eastwood. Ah, that's what it reminds me of. Fucking weirdo. But uh, I was like, yeah, I go, you know... And I'm, I, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed, boys and girls. I told my dad too. I'm like, I go, hey, uh, I just recently watched the movie. You're not going to believe this. I have never seen it before. I just recently watched The Outlaw Josie Wales. What? Shit, that's a good one. You barely saw it? Shit, where you been? I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I, I don't know how I missed it, but uh, just barely saw it. And I really enjoyed it. And you know what? I told him, these movies are all the same. It's about... Clint Eastwood, he's getting revenge, right? And he always meets some woman and he loves her and he leaves her. <laughs> it's always the same. They fall for him 
He bangs him and he takes off. And it's always, it's always like, they always say the same shit. You're, you're going to leave again, aren't you? Yeah, I, I reckon I will. <laughs> and he leaves. <laughs> Maybe I'll be back in uh, next spring. Or uh, the one after that. Say, like, I'm not going to see you again. Don't, don't fill my heart with hope. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like them. I like Westerns. You might even say, I fancy that. Oh, shit. Too soon. Anyhow, speaking of being, speaking of old men. Hey, what are you talking about? Shut up, dad. Uh, speaking of old men. Yeah, I'm an old timer and I'm getting the aches and the pains and it's a fucking annoying. And uh, I've, I've spoke to you about my stupid tennis elbow. That's when uh, the outside of your elbow, it gets really painful to do movements and such. And at work, when I'm lifting things, it's so fucking painful. And then I started taking uh, Motrin. Is that the one? Motrin. I think it's Motrin. And uh, that's for... Uh, Come on, brain. Come on, hamster. Start start going. <laughs> Inflammation. Inflammation. So uh, I take that. And I, my wife got me one of these straps. Hey, I'm going to target anything. Yeah, give me one of those arm straps from my, my stupid tennis elbow. Okay. She comes up, here's your arm strap. And it actually wound up being a good one. She, she, uh, she paid off. Her efforts paid off. And so uh, I was wearing that fucking thing for a while. And look, I'm healed. I feel good as new. I even told the bearded cunt, shout out the bearded cunt. We're supposed to go golfing. <clears throat> We're supposed to go golfing. I think I mentioned this and I had to cancel because my stupid poor elbow. Speaking of bearded cunt, oh, James, you're going on a side tangent. Yeah, I know. I'll get the car back on the road. This fucking guy like, hey, why aren't you doing a, a, a podcast? I want my Valentine's Day episode. Listen, asshole. I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell all the other girls. You get what you're given. You understand? I'm like, uh, I'm like that fella Clint Eastwood in the Westerns. <laughs> I love you and then I leave you. That's your Valentine's Day shout out. There you go. I love you and I leave you. And yay. I don't know, maybe I'll return. Maybe in a month. Maybe maybe two months. <laughs> Are you coming back? Maybe I will, baby. Maybe I won't. That's my podcast to you. It all ties together, boys and girls. Go oh, fuck yourself, bearded cunt. So anyhow, my arm is feeling better. But the boy had an injury, an arm injury, while he was pitching. And he thinks, uh, oh, I need Tommy John. I'm like, you don't need Tommy John. So I take him to physical therapy. Or my wife takes him to a orthopedic person. And they recommend physical therapy. So I take him to physical therapy. And here comes this a very attractive fella wearing very tight clothing. Oh, my God, James. Describe his body. Okay. Pretty tight package. Really well-defined uh, pecs. Nice, nice biceps. He had an ass like a 10-year-old boy. And a set of titties make you want to cry for buttermilk. <laughs> Shout out to Bill Paxton. <clears throat> oh, my God, James. That's, that's working for me. I know. Usually does. Yeah, so he, this guy, he's like, hey, uh, let, me, let me take a look at you. He stands up, my kid. Okay, do this, do that. All right. And he just like very quickly analyzed him. Like, okay, you, this is what you need to work on. You need to strengthen your back muscles because the way you're the way you're standing, I can see that this and this and that. Like he's just breaking the whole thing down. Like, Holy fuck, this guy's pretty incredible. Now, I'm going to tell you, I went to physical therapy because I had a back issue, my lower back. And this guy, his deal was, hey, you need to strengthen your core 
So it seems like physical therapy is all about strengthening the shit around what you hurt. <laughs> That's all it is. So uh, if you have a bad back, strengthen your core, work on your stomach. If you got, uh, if you're, if you're, so this guy's saying his arm, he's putting a bunch of um, all the pressures going towards his elbow when he's throwing because he needs to strengthen his back muscles to support when he's doing his throwing motion. Uh, if you have a bad knee, you got to strengthen your other muscles around it. Blah, blah, blah. It's always like the opposite. Strengthen what's uh, the other side of it. So he's on his way. He's on his way to set me free. Home sweet home. Tonight, tonight. Have you guys been watching Pam and Tommy? Sorry. I know the fucking car went off the road again, but have you been watching Pam and Tommy? It's, uh, it's pretty... I haven't even seen... I haven't seen the last episode. I think it just came out. It just released. But uh, holy shit, man. It's a lot better than I expected it to be. When I first started, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And then, it's, and then uh, <laughs> there's, there's something involving a dick. That's all I'm going to say. And it's like, what is going on? And if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but that show, I think it's entertaining. And Tommy comes off as a fucking asshole. And Pam comes off, in my opinion, uh, like she's smart and I feel so fucking bad for her. If this, I don't know if this is actually the way it really happened or if it's true, but, uh, man, oh man, it's like she went through some horrible shit. But anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh. So I've been taking the boy to the park once in a while because I need to rehab his ass, get him back into fighting shape because he's been taking a break from baseball because of his arm. So now coach daddy had to step in. That's right. Coach Daddy had to step in and get his ass going, man. He can't just sit on his ass. Got to keep him going, getting his reps. So, one day, we're at the park recently, and I'm pitching to him, and he's hitting the ball, right? And uh, he fucking hits some foul balls. They pop up behind the backstop and into this big-ass planter at the park that we go to. And sometimes the balls, you won't find them. It's like this, why do they put all these like crazy shrubs and bushes in the park so you can lose all your balls? There's been so many times I've lost balls, but then I find other people's balls that they lost. And it's like, all right, it av- it averages out. You know, I'll find people's balls. I'll lose balls. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest, dude. Most of the fucking baseballs I have, I have found at parks. I got a big bucket of balls and probably more than half of them is, are balls that I've found. So anyway, uh, I'm after we're done playing, we're going to retrieve all the balls. And I walk in the back planter area to find the balls that he hit. And while I'm walking around in these bushes... You know, they're pretty tall bushes, but I'm stepping on them, walking around. I'm like, God, I hope I don't step on a snake. And as I'm looking around to my left, I see a diamondback. Not a rattlesnake, a bicycle. Somebody just fucking ditched this bike, just dumped it in these bushes. And you can't see it from uh, from the ground level. You can only see it if you're up there walking around. Because like I said, the bushes are high and like tall grass and shit. And it's black, so you can't notice it. And so I'm like, holy fuck, I pick it up and I tell my kid, I'm like, look at this thing, man. This is a good fucking bike. It's really good. And so I'm looking at it, I'm like, ah, oh, that's why they ditched it. The fucking derailleur in the back is all beat to shit. The chain is bent and it's like, there's a little like bracket metal hanging piece in the back of the bike that the derailleur hangs off of and it's snapped. So I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's fucked up. But the rest of the bike is in great shape. It's got the good brakes and everything. Like, holy shit. Good shifters. And so uh, I was like, fuck, done. I, t- I take it with me. 
order some parts online from the Amazons, and then uh, I fix it up. But uh, then it, it still wasn't working right. <laughs> so I took it to a bike shop, and they replaced like uh, one of the shifters was broken too. Because whoever whoever fucking wiped out on this thing, I guess like it, it snapped all the shit in the back and it messed with the shifter. So anyway, that was replaced. And so now look at me. I got a little black beauty to ride around on. Oh my God, James. And it happened during Black History Month. Oh my God, you can't say that. James, shut your mouth. You're the asshole that chose not to do a show during Black History Month, James. Your message is loud and clear. Oh, fuck yourself. It's just a victim of circumstance. I didn't choose not to do it on purpose. I mean, look, this is Women's History Month and I'm doing a show now and I don't like the women's. (laughs) Good point, James. All right. So uh, anyway, speaking of women, this leads to a question, boys and girls, that I have for all of you. Given the story I just told you, the wife was was, uh, not happy with me because she feels I should have called the police and turned in the bicycle because maybe it was stolen. So I've only asked one other person about this. I said, hey, uh, if you found a bike and it was really cool... (laughs) I don't know why that matters. Would you keep it or would you call the police and turn it in for, uh, you know, possibly being stolen? And they're like, no, dude, I'd keep it. Besides, the bi- the cop will probably keep the bike anyway. You know, what's it going to do? Be turn into the evidence locker room? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But here's my question to you. Please email me. The danger hour at yahoo.com. Would you have kept the bike just left it there or notified the authorities because it was possibly stolen. I don't know. Is someone, does someone steal a bike, wreck it, and then just dump it in some bushes? Or does someone that owns the bike wreck it and it's all visibly all fucked up? It's going to be a lot of work to replace. Oh, forget it. And just dump it. How, how do you think it went? I'm curious to know. I'm really seriously curious to know what you would have done. Am I an asshole? Ah, man, this could have been asshole thought or not. The asshole thought or not. Asshole thought or not. Yeah, asshole thought or not. (laughs) Let me know. Am I the asshole for keeping the bike, repairing it, and bringing and restoring life to it? It was a fucking corpse when I found it. And now it's a black beauty. So uh, let me know, please. The danger hour at yahoo.com all right moving right along let's get into another segment called talking shit all right talking shit is a segment in which i talk about shit (laughs) pretty straightforward all right i think i've told you guys about the two fucking jerk offs at my work that have conversations in (laughs) in the bathroom every morning every morning they go into the stalls. They take shits side by side in the stalls. And there's like 10 stalls, but they choose to sit side by side. And they have conversations. Now, how do I know this? Because sometimes I'm in the bathroom trying to take a shit before I go out to work. So uh, they literally just like fucking go back and forth. And this is one of the conversations that I heard recently. And I, I was like dying laughing, but I was keeping it inside because I don't want them to know I'm listening to them. <laughs> So it goes like this, right? There's there's one young, uh, uh, what is he? Uh, what are System of a Down? Those guys. <laughs> Armenian. 
right? He's one of those guys. And the other dude's this black dude. And they're going back and forth and they're talking a bunch of shit, literally. And uh, they're bullshitting with each other and they, 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 they poke fun at each other. And then at one point, the Armenian guy's like, uh, uh, and the black dude goes, motherfucker, you got problems if you're pushing that hard to get the shit out your ass. You're pushing all that semen out, aren't you? And he goes, ah, 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 ah. and I'm fucking like holding my stuff in, like, <coughs> oh Jesus Christ, dude! It's it's like one of the it's one of the great ways to start your day, to hear two dudes taking shits literally side by side, and they're having a conversation like there's nothing going on, and it really does make for the start of a lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. Next up in talking shit, I don't know if you saw this, but it just happened recently. This dude in New York is walking in the subway area. This lady just sitting there minding her own business, waiting for a train. And this fucking guy, it's on camera. He walks up to her and he just shoves a bag of shit in her face and smears it and smashes it all in her face and like on her head. And it's like, what the fuck? For no reason at all. No reason. Just some older lady sitting there minding her own business. This motherfucker thought it was a great idea to smear shit all over her. Yep. That's the world we live in, everybody. (laughs) Fucking what the hell, dude? And get this. The guy's been arrested 44 times. And he's already out with no bail. They just let him out. You fucking believe that. I just clicked on the story and it's like it says that he was arrested uh, for punching a 30-year-old on the subway. Uh, He threatened to kill someone with a fucking screwdriver. This guy's like a real piece of shit and they just keep letting him out. No big deal. Oh, man. Can you imagine, dude, if that was your mother that got fucking blasted in the face with a bag of shit and now the guy's already out walking around? Ugh. Ugh. You know, we need a vigilante. Not like Batman James. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. This has been Talking Shit. All right. I guess now would be a great time to check in with our radio affiliate to take a look at sports. K G A Y. And now for your KK Sports Report, we take you live to sports expert Dan Drizzles. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred has imposed a lockout. He says he's going to lock out with his cock out. And that was your KK Sports Report brought to you by the MLB. Patient, because it's going to be a while. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y. And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder 
What if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie, as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie? Would it have been better? Well, today we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in Twilight, playing Robert Pattinson's character of Edward Cullen. And here it goes. Hey, yo, like I can read every mind in this room apart from yours. Money, sex, money, sex, cat, and then you. Nothing. It's very frustrating, you know? Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> hey, yo, like, see? I tell you I could read minds and you think there's something wrong with you. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Edward Cullen. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us on another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Yeah, that was a special Robert Pattinson edition in honor of the Batman out today, by the way. <clears throat> you know, it's funny, uh, the Twilight movie, he, get, he got a lot of shit for that. Well, they're not good movies. <laughs> but uh, maybe you are not aware of this. Maybe you're on the camp that's like, really? He's going to be Batman, the fucking Twilight guy, the sparkly vampire, right? But dude... He's done some great movies since then. He's uh, he's killed it, man. And I have to tell you, maybe my favorite one is The Lighthouse. Oh, mama. You should check that out. Watch that one. I think he's really proven himself as an actor. Uh, there was another movie. I think Good Time. He kind of plays like a shithead, like a dirtbag. And from what my understanding is, when the director of this new Batman movie saw that movie, he's like, oh, shit, this guy could be Batman. He's got some darkness to him that he can really hone. So, uh, yeah, check. I like that one, too, actually. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Shout out to Robert Pattinson. Um, but I, I also have something to tie in. The Twilight Saga. My wife just recently watched those again. I don't know. I don't know why. But she was watching them. And so I would stumble, maybe have some lunch or something, and be watching parts of it with her. And don't lie, James. You're probably the one that put them on, and you're just blaming your wife, you little piece of shit. It's not true. I would own it. I'm man enough to uh, admit things and stuff, <clears throat> but uh, she was watching it. So anyway, uh, I'm watching it along with her, and then there's the part of the movie where they uh, they have a baby. I don't know if you know this. They have a fucking baby. The human and the vampire have a hybrid baby, half <laughs> half vampire half human and there's a big no-no there's like a there's like a vampire um what do you call it they're like in charge of all the vampires in the world and they live in the vatican of course and they uh if you do anything wrong they come and take care of you there's rules everybody and so one of the rules is you never ever 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 turn a child into a vampire that's a big no-no it's 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 a catastrophe. 
Yeah, you never turn a kid into a vampire because, uh, you know, they're kids. They'll never grow up, and it's going to be obvious. And uh, they, you know, they're still immature, and they'll kill everything in sight. And they can't control themselves, that kind of thing. So that's one of the big rules. You never do that. So anyway, someone sees their hybrid baby and thinks, oh, my God, they turned a baby into a vampire. And so they have to, they rat on them to the, uh, whatever they call them, the fucking head vampire people. And now they're going to come and pay a visit and kill the family that did that because that's a big no-no, as I, as I said. And so I think there's also something that has to do with uh, how wrong it is to be trapped as a child for your life and what like hell and torture that would be to have in- eternity as a child. You know, you can't experience the full spectrum of life and all that. So anyway, the reason I bring all that up, the reason this all ties together, have you guys heard of Shauna Ray? She's a 22-year-old woman, but she's trapped forever as an eight-year-old. Oh, this is the shit we're talking about. She's like a vampire child, never going to grow up. She's going to age, you know, but not physically. So she had uh, brain cancer as a baby and it affected her pituitary gland and she stopped growing at eight years old. That's it. Done. And now she's 22 and she looks, it's fucking crazy to watch. And uh, there's a video of her, you know, the, I think it's on TLC. I've never seen the show. I've just seen the YouTube clips. And she walks into a bar and is like, uh, there's no children allowed in the bar. I think it's all stage. She goes to the tattoo shop, you know, oh, how old are you? Uh, that kind of shit. But she actually goes on a date. And it's like, dude, what the fuck, man? What kind of guy would go out on a date with a woman that looks like she's eight years old? Now, look, all you woke assholes, I understand. It's not about looks. It's about what's inside that counts. Looks mean nothing. You should love a person for who they are inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, keep telling yourself that. Could you physically be sitting across from an eight-year-old and be madly in love with them and sexually attracted to them? It raises a lot of questions. Oh, mama. Now, look, is this the holy grail of pedophiles? <laughs> I, oh, man, I get to fuck a kid, but it's legal. Ah. Uh, and who is this creep that went out with her? I'll be honest. I haven't seen that video. I was scrolling through. I didn't watch it all. I was scrolling through the videos and I saw, oh, she goes on a date. And I was like, oh my God. I just started making me think like, that's fucking creepy. Let's say you are the dude. Well, you know, all you woke assholes. Why can't it be a woman? Fine. But she went on a date with a guy. So let's say you're the guy and you go out with her and they hit it off, right? Like, oh man, I really like this girl. Weird. But uh, she falls for that guy. Now they're, they're in a relationship. And you're taking her around. Imagine like you have like, <laughs> you have PDA, right? And you're uh, fooling around with her on the beach or something. And they, the people are watching you. It's fucking, it's like a lifetime of agony. People just watching and judging you forever. Imagine you get fucked. Imagine you get caught having sex somewhere. Like you're in the back of a car fucking around. And uh, someone sees you. Oh my God, that man is fucking that child, right? Oh, I'm 22. Yeah, right. And then she forgot her li- her uh, driver's license. Or even if she has one. Oh, that's fake. He made that just so he can be in public with you. How do you prove it? 
fucking weird, man. Oh, the questions. Ugh. I was meaning to watch. I, the reason I didn't watch the videos is because I wanted to watch it with my family. So I thought it would be uh, fascinating to get their reactions. But uh, here we are. Blew it. Anyway. But Jesus Christ, what a wild scenario, dude. You Imagine being trapped in the body of an eight-year-old. And she's like three foot ten or something. Now, yeah, I know there's a bunch of dwarves and little people out there that, that are dealing with a bunch of problems and throughout their life because they're small. But imagine being small and also being a fucking kid forever. Oh, man, what a nightmare. Fucking insane. Anyway, I think I've went on and on about this too long. Check out those videos. Her name is Shauna Ray. <laughs> oh. Imagine imagine you're the guy and you bring her home to meet your family. Yeah, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> oh. oh Christ. I guess the one of the good things is you can always have to pay you can always pay the child price when you go places, you know? It's a lot cheaper. Save some money that way. There's always a silver lining, boys and girls. That's all I'm saying. All right. And now it's time to start closing out the show with a little segment I like to call, I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's, I Fancy That. Everybody. All right, I fancy that is a segment in which I talk about something positive, something uplifting, happy, nice, something that I fancy. <laughs> all right, so this time I got a few, maybe a couple. Uh, all right, there's this uh, cabinet in the garage, okay? For many, many years, this cabinet will not shut, okay? The one, like, one of the components on the inside of the handle has been missing, don't know where it went. Don't know what happened. But it's not there. And so one of them, like when you turn the handle, it doesn't lock. So it's just, it'll just open and fucking fly open all the time. So I have this stupid rubber band from one handle to the next to keep it closed. And it's always irritated me for as long as I've been here. I don't even even know how long I've been here. What, 15 years? It's been a fucking issue for me. I walk in the garage or I have to go into that cabinet. So I was like, oh my God, this fucking thing. It's one of those dumb things you could get to the bottom of, but you just never do for whatever goddamn reason. It's always like, I'm going to fix that. But it's like, you always forget about it. And so one day, one day I got fed up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I'm, I've had it. I'm going to the store. I'm going to find the part to fix it. So on the other handle, I remove the piece from the backside, the piece that I need for the other handle. And I, I go to Lowe's. And I look at the older fella and I'm like, hey, uh, you got this part anywhere? Oh, no. You got to go to a specialty store for that specialty cabinets. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, fuck that. I can make it work. So I'm walking around Lowe's trying to find pieces that would somehow I could duplicate this thing. And I find nothing. Uh, well, I do find a couple things, but I'll be honest. I take it home and I'm not able. I don't have the right tools for the job. And we all know how important it is to have the right tools for the job. So I'm not able to do it. And hark, failure. So then I'm like, oh my God, what do you even call this thing? Can I even order this online? And I don't even know what you call it. And so I'm looking up on the, on the internet and I'm like, um, you know, handle pieces and this and that. And I finally, finally find it after I'm searching for what seems like at least five minutes. And it's called a J-clamp. J-clamp inside of a cabinet handle. And so I'm looking up J clamps. Don't find any on the Amazons. So I'm like, how do I find one of these? And so 
I finally locate one from a company in Ohio. Two of them for $12 free shipping. I said, you know what? Sold. I ordered it. You know, it took a little while because it's from Ohio and it's free. So, uh, you know, I'm not bitching about it. I finally arrives in the mail. I install it. And now, boys and girls, what I fancy is my cabinet closes correctly. Ah, ah, after years of agony and misery, it's been fucking digging into my soul. It's finally something chucked off my list. Something so dumb and minuscule, but such a relief that washes over me. I walk in the garage and I look over at that well-fastened cabinet door. And I have peace. I fancy that. Oh my God, James, you're fucking crazy. I know. I'm sure, I'm sure you vote your dads out there with your garages. Not even that. Maybe it's something around the house. Something so small that you always get meaning to, you're meaning to, to fix it and you never do and it's been bugging you for years and it's so easy to fucking fix it. How long did it take me? Like 15 minutes? Done. Solved. Ugh. I fancy that. All right, next up. One day, I get a text from my monkey. <gasps> and it's like, hey, let's go golfing. I go, all right, when do you want to go? Next Saturday. All right, let's do it. So we go to this course. It's pretty famous. And uh, it's uh, won awards and shit. It's uh, Industry Hills. It's like Pacific Palms. You've probably seen it before. If you know this area, it's up on the hill. The big hotel. Uh, anyway, it's pretty fancy pants from what I, my understanding is. And so I always thought like, oh, it's going to be super expensive. But he's like, oh, it's cheap that day and it's a later time. So it's cheaper. I'm like, okay. So we go to this fancy joint and uh, we're kind of late for our fucking tea time, like dopes. And uh, we show up and uh, they goes like, all right, your card's out there. I'm like, oh, is anyone else with us? Oh yeah, it looks like it. It's like, oh, fuck. Now look, my biggest thing is I don't want to play with strangers because I fucking suck and I don't want to embarrass myself. It's happened. It will happen. That's why I try to get a foursome all the time, but that hardly ever works. And uh, we go outside. We're getting into our little car, putting all our shit. And then I was like, all right, well, I don't see anyone else. And then we drive away. We go to the first hole. And we're, uh, we're like, all right, we're going to be on our, on our own. This is great. So next thing I know, we're getting our clubs out, getting our balls ready, putting our gloves on, all that shit. And here comes another golf cart. Parks right behind us. I'm like, fucking A. And it's these Asian guys. And then uh, I was like, oh, great. Here's the rest of our group. And Monkey's like, what's your tea time? And he's like, uh, oh, uh, 3.05. And he's like, oh, we're 3.15. You go first. And he's like, well, we're waiting for another for uh, the rest of our group. I'm like, oh, this is not our group. And he's like, you guys go ahead. And then I go, look, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm lousy. We just, I just started playing. So uh, I don't want to hold you up. So, you know, you guys go ahead. Oh, no, 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 you go. I go, no, it's fine. Oh, I insist. Go for it. He's like, it's just two of you. Then, uh, you know, you'll be faster than us. I was like, all right, but I'm telling you, I'm not good. He's like, oh, my friends never played this course. I'm like, well, neither have I. He goes, oh, um, uh, just go ahead. So I'm like, fuck. Another reason I don't want to go is I don't want them to watch us fucking because you watch the people in front of you and I don't want them to watch me because I'm going to blow it. And the first hole, this is like a high class place, man. It's like a tough, it's, it's very tough. It's for people to know what they're doing, which isn't me. And my and Monkey, 
He's not he's not that great either. And so the first hole, like, it's very narrow. So if you go to the left or to the right too much, your ball's fucking gone. And it's like, oh shit. So here we go. And like he goes, You go first. I'm like, God damn it. So I put the ball out there and they're watching and I'm nervous. I'm like, God damn it. And I gotta use my driver. So I swing. Clack. It hits the ball. Dude, this thing fucking flies straight and true. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Yes. This never happens. Well, occasionally. But I was like, this is never, this this will never happen that I'm I'm gonna not blow it while these guys are watching me. And I fucking hit it and it's beautiful. It's perfect. And the monkey's like, oh, good job. I'm like, oh, sweet. Relief. He goes up. This fucking guy hits it almost exactly where my ball is. I'm like, oh, we get in the cart and we're driving away. He's like, oh, thank God. That's the only that's the only shot I cared about today. I'm like, yes, dude, I know. He's like, at least we look like we're fucking idiots. I'm like, yes, I know. And it was, you know, that first two holes that I was on, I was playing like a fucking professional. I'm like, oh. Oh my God, I'm good at golf now. Nope, didn't last long. After that, all downhill. But dude, what I fancy is being on our own, not with two other strangers. And it's a fucking, it's so fun, man. And the other thing I fancy, most importantly, is that I, I did not blow that first, that first hole. And I looked competent in the eyes of these Asian strangers. <laughs> ah, such a great feeling. And I, like, like we said, like, you know, I can blow the rest of the day, but as long as that, I, just, I'm just happy that I didn't blow that first fucking shot. And, uh, the rest of the day was pretty great. Yeah. I sucked ass and lost a lot of balls, but it was so fucking fun. And you know what? I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of love. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment in here. We go. Fuck you! Uh, the fuck you moment is the opposite of fancy. It's where I get to be negative again. And bitch and moan about something that really bothers me. Something that chaps my ass. You thought I was going to end on a positive note. You fool. Uh, so here we go. The fuck you moment. Oh, mama. So uh, as you all know, or maybe you don't, it doesn't matter. For my job, I'm out roaming the gritty streets, saving lives and whatnot. I'm just like a cop. <clears throat> They're not, James. Yeah, whatever. And so uh, sometimes nature calls. And this time, I didn't have to go poopsies. I had to make a peepees. So I see a Carl's Jr. coming up on the corner. I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop in there and make myself some peepees, and then I'll be on my way. And, uh, you know, nothing to it. So I park. I walk in there. I walk to the bathroom, and it's all barricaded with doors or with uh, chairs blocking the bathroom. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And there's a, there's a uh, string with a paper saying closed due to COVID. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself, man. It's 2022. The mask thing is, is going away in a week. It's fucking done for. Everything's back to normal. Like, what is your problem? You know what the problem is? They're fucking lazy. And they're using that shit as an excuse. They don't want to clean the bathrooms. It's one less expense. Right? Not no cleaning the bathrooms, no uh, chemicals, no supplies, no toilet paper, no soap, no uh, no wasting water, all that shit. They're saving a bunch of money. That's all it is, you cheap fucks, robbing me, depriving me of my peepees times. Because you know what? Some people out there they really depend on you, restaurants, fast food restaurants, to go peepees and poo poos because they work 
out in the gritty streets for a living. And we need you. We need to drop our peepees and our shits and be on our way. Your problem. <laughs> but I thought that was fucking dumb, man. And you see that all over the place. A bunch of people doing that kind of stuff. And that's not only limited to bathrooms. There's other things too. These companies are getting uh, pretty savvy. Oh, we don't do this A, B, and C because of COVID. Oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why. So that. Companies being a little sneaky in the guise of COVID. We see what you're doing, assholes. It's not right. Next up. Oh, mama. Fuck you to my wife. Oh, my God, James. That woman is a saint. She puts up with all your bullshit. I'm surprised she hasn't left yet, James. Yeah, you're right. But fuck her anyway. You just said, but fuck James. Ah, you're right. Uh, yeah, fuck her. You know why? I pay for this expensive fucking meat. Butcher box. And it's all, uh, you know, organic, grass-fed, grass-finished beef. Free-range organic chicken. Uh, blah, 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 pork. All this kind of stuff. Wild Alaskan-caught salmon. All that shit. So she's letting uh, some salmon fillets defrost in the fridge, right? And then days later, I happen to open the fridge. I'm like, oh, you never made this salmon. And she's like, yeah, it's probably not good now. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Why didn't you make it? Well, you're the one that said you can go the rest of your life without eating it. I'm like, don't put this shit back on me. Just because I said I don't care for salmon doesn't mean that you can make the, let this shit go bad. This is expensive shit. It's wild Alaskan caught. Not only is it expensive, this animal died, sacrificed itself for nothing. <laughs> take it easy. No, 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 no. Don't tell me to take it easy. I'm the one paying for this shit. And I don't appreciate your attitude. Do not let food go to waste. Fucking angers me. Not because, you know, it's expensive premium stuff. James, enough. We understand, James. You're elite and you're better than everyone else. No, that's not what I'm saying. Although maybe, but no, I don't like waste, especially if it was an animal that fucking died. You're going to eat it and it's like, oh, well, it's wasted. What about how many vegetables get wasted? Cause you leave them in your fucking crisper and your little drawer and you forget about them. Next thing you know, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that uh, squash <laughs> or whatever it was. That cilantro. Cilantro. It's all fucking black now. Like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. You know, waste sucks, especially though. If it was an animal, dude, that gave its life for nothing. Really irritates me. You know what, wife? And all you people that waste food that I pay for? <clears throat> ah, fuck you! Fuck you! Uh, all right. That's going to do it, everybody. Wow. It's been quite a journey. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you for joining me. And secondly, I'd like to remind you, don't forget to email me, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Your nude photos of your mother. Your questions, concerns, comments, your answer to my question. Do you have any dad advice you'd like to submit? I'll do it in your name. That's fine. Daddy Danger. That's great. I will happily submit it. Any life hacks you feel uh, the listeners could benefit from? Oh, yeah. I'll do it. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the whole asshole thought or not, get, get back at me on that. I'm very curious to see about your responses. And of course, lastly, I leave with the same fantastic advice. And that's simply stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> later.